David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. David is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see Him, our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you can, take a few minutes and listen today. I'm really proud of the things he has done throughout his life, but what I am the most proud of and grateful for is the kind of dad, daddy, that he has been to me. I will never forget those very special moments many years ago. They will live with me for the rest of my life. The moment started while I was sitting in the waiting room and I heard a woman say, It's a girl, Mr. Graham. Your wife had a baby girl. The sudden announcement came from a nurse silhouetted in the open doorway leading into the brightly lit hallway beyond. This was back in the day, by the way before most husbands were present during the delivery. Would you like to see your wife and baby, Mr. Graham? Mr. Graham? Pardon me, ma'am? I responded, sort of slow and dumbfounded. Baby? Why, that would make me a dad. I remember there was a little smile on the nurse's round and pleasant face. It was obvious she was experienced with the first-time father thing. Now, with a subtle grin, she repeated herself. Would you like to see your wife and baby, Mr. Graham? Well, not wanting her to have too much more fun at my expense, I confidently replied something like, Oh, okay. Uh, sure, can I? (laughs) Follow me, Mr. Graham. So I anxiously jumped up from my seat and I followed the humored pediatric nurse down the hallway toward the delivery room. It's a girl, I thought. I have a daughter. I'm a father. My mind was jumping with happy confusion. Is this this for real? I asked myself. No answer. My smiling friend led me around a corner, stopped, and pointed at the bed where Kathy was resting. Kathy's eyes welled with tears as she turned to look at me. There was a smile on her face, too. A beautiful smile. In her arms, she held a small, blanketed baby. Our baby, Michelle. My heart was in my throat as Kathy lifted her towards me. I couldn't believe it. Ever since I was a boy, I had secretly dreamed of having a family and children of my own. And here I was many years later holding my daughter. And she would always be my daughter. Within the next six years, three more amazing little beings came into our lives and deep into our hearts. Kimberly, Jeff, and Michael. My love for all my children is immeasurable. My commitment to them is eternal. We live on a planet filled with people. 
parents and children who make up generations. Have you ever wondered why people exist? Why did God create us? Why did he want us? Let's delve into those questions by pondering the words spoken in the beginning from the first and second chapters of Genesis. It was on the sixth day when God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Why did God create them? Here's what I believe. Based on strong evidence from Scripture, some of which I'll refer to shortly, I believe that God created them simply because He wanted the experience of being a father, to raise, to guide, to love His own children, children who would share in His likeness. Second, I believe the unselfish Creator God and Father wanted these children, birthed in His own image, to experience and share in the incredible sensation of being alive. I believe He wanted them to share in, to join Him in the awesome dynamic of life. So, one day, back in the beginning, after a new environment had been prepared, there was birthed a special new kind of creation. Scripture records that up until that point, God had only spoken when He created. This time it was much different, much more personal. This time He became very intimately involved in the shaping and the birthing of His creation. It went something like this. Imagine with me. As all the angels watched, the Creator slowly knelt down on one knee over a select piece of ground. With both hands in great care, he began to pull the earth together. The form he brought to shape was maybe five or six feet long, just about a foot to a foot and a half wide, maybe 10 inches or so high. With both hands, he skillfully layered fine strands of hair on the top of the form. With his thumbs, he fashioned its eyebrows, its cheekbones, its chin. With unsurpassed craftsmanship and loving tenderness, he contoured its shoulders and every other striking line from the top of its beautiful head to the bottom of its beautiful feet. An angelic whisper pierced the silence. It looks like him. For 15 seconds, a chorus of affirmative whispers swept the skies, and then all at once they hushed. Silence governed the scene again as this new father leaned over the form and gently breathed into its nostrils the breath of life. All heaven was astounded. A son was born. In short order... Excitement charged the hemispheres a second time as the first parent did the very same thing again and brought to life his very first daughter. 
Now this was incredible, this was significant. The creator of all things had created something most significant, mirrored in his image and likeness. Unlike anything he had ever created before, these were his children. These were the children of God. There are so many scripture verses throughout the Bible which declare the fatherhood of God. Here are just a couple from the Old Testament. Isaiah 63 says, There is no doubt you are our Father, our Redeemer. Your name is from everlasting. In Isaiah 64 it says, But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter, and we all are the work of your hands. Malachi says in chapter 2, have we not all one Father? Did not one God create us? And here are a couple verses from the New Testament. 2 Corinthians 6.18 says, I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. 1 John 3.1 says, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God. I believe with my whole heart that it was God's original intention and then in time his redemptive intention for us to know him as our father. And that was the message of Jesus. Now once more, please look back with me to that scene in Eden in the beginning, in that quiet place, still kneeling over his children, the loving father leaned in close again. Overflowing with emotion and tenderness, he kissed his new son and daughter on their cheeks. You might ask, David, just what makes you think that's how it happened? Well, that's easy. You see, I'm a father, and my father heart comes from him. And that's what I would have done, and that's what I did. And our perfect, loving, heavenly father feels so much more deeply than any earthly dad can possibly feel. And his feelings and his love for you are immeasurable. His commitment to you is eternal. Dear friend, if you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are a Christian, you have a new father. He's the ultimate parent. Why? Because unlike earthly parents who sometimes fail us, he will never fail you. He will never disappoint you. He is perfect in all of his ways, and he will always father you perfectly. Holy, righteous, most loving Father, help this one see who you truly are. Let it be. You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.